Amen. Good morning, everybody. Don't allow the weather to affect your enthusiasm. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Okay. Just lift your hands to God and let him know that you love him. You should never be tired of doing that. Let him know that you love him. And give him a song. You can express your heart to him. The reason why we come together is... Because there's, there's a dimension of his presence that we can't get by ourselves. The Bible says that in that place where brethren dwell together in unity, that is where the Lord commanded the blessing. So lift your hands to him and say, Father, thank you for your presence is here. It's the way two or three are gathered together. He's there in the midst of them. Son of God.
express your heart to him as the faces are different so are the needs different but God told Moses speak to, rock, speak to the rock 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 there is water in the rock but it, it only gives you the water if you can speak to it while on others thou art God talk to him talk to him talk to him and do not pass me by God of possibilities. You are the God that makes all things possible. The Bible says that the things that are impossible with men, those are the things that are possible with you. And Lord, tonight, we today we recognize our helplessness outside of you. But with you, the Bible says our help is in the name of the Lord. We come to you, O God. Lord, for every heart that is broken, let there be a mending today. For every heart that is afflicted, let there be healing today, O God. For every heart that is confused, let there be direction and clarity. For every heart that is weary, let there be new strength. But however and whatever we need from you today, O oh God, breathe upon us and let us drink from the rock that is Christ. In Jesus' matchless name we pray. Amen. Good morning. I want to speak on what I've titled the rock, the rock, the rock. We're going to read three scriptures. I'll share a few thoughts and then we can pray. I want us to start with um, Isaiah chapter 28. Media, I need you to help me. Now, what, what I want to try and achieve this morning is two things. One, a reintroduction to Jesus Christ. See, because it's very possible for you to be in a relationship with a person and after a while, you begin to forget why you, you entered that relationship in the first place. You begin to lose sight of who that person is because of the pressures of life. You know, one relationship where that is very easy to see is marriage. Where when you were, I don't know, the age people married these days, whatever age you got married, yeah, okay, <laughs> you had some wonderful ideas about how this thing will be, how you and this person, you will just be jollofing forever. But by the time, I see, when you are dreaming, dreams are dreams because it, it doesn't capture everything. When you are dreaming, you don't dream of house rent. <laughs> you only dream of the kisses and how you are going to Dubai every year. But you are not seeing that for you to go to that Dubai, <laughs> you may have to live under the bridge <laughs> because there's house rent to pay. Okay, so what? After a while, Life begins to happen. You begin to pay house rent. Before we, you're not even hearing do again because of before buy. 
because things have taken over. House rent, then you have a child. Now, when you were dreaming of this child, you thought of how you would, you and your child would wear matching sweater. When you go for, when you go to school, you think of how you would kiss up the child. Say, ah, when they see your child, they will not think of the child, they will think of the parents. Say, who born this boy? That was your dream. But then you forgot that that child will poo-poo. You have to clean it. You know, we, we don't see these things when we, are, when we are dreaming. And then there's something called school fees in, this, in Lagos, Nigeria. Unfortunately, you're a mother, you're you are working, your husband is working. And so you can't even stay at home. Because for the first three years, there's nothing they're teaching that child that can help the child. So what you're really paying for is just rent in the school. And baby, which you can sing at home to the child by yourself. <laughs> do you understand? So you, you're not seeing. So by the time you, you are now being bombarded with all these realities, left, right, and center, house rent, school fees, what else are we doing again these days? All these plenty of things. All those dreams you had at first, you forget it. In fact, I heard the story of a guy who, I don't know if it's true, but it's possible because, man, we, have, we can't forget. Somebody came to visit a couple, and the, the man was always calling the wife by some wonderful names. My baby, my darling, my sweetheart. So the friend said, oh boy, this is your marriage. You try after 16 years. You see, they call your wife all these sweet, sweet names. You guys say, my brother, obviously I'm a romantic like that. I don't forget her name. <laughs> so, is it, those things happen because of these pressures. So, in, in our walk with God, it's the same thing. We can begin to forget the personality of Jesus who he is, what he does, how he is. So I came to reintroduce us again. So just assume that this is like a, you know, like you, you, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing you out to just go and spend a weekend with Jesus, but within an hour plus, as God will help me. You know, anytime I'm here, you just know that you won't go home early. You've made peace with that, right? You have. But don't worry, we'll, we'll try and keep it within reasonable limits where... I will not be praying for God to block me from the things going on in your mind about me. Okay. Um, the second thing I want to achieve today is quite prophetic. And I believe that the Lord spoke to me a week or two ago. I had two dreams back to back across two nights. It's the same thing. Okay. And it was God saying that the things that are hidden are going to be exposed. Okay, so that means that what we are doing, the processes with which we are building behind the scenes, a time is coming. And in fact, let me borrow the words of um, Mr. Olumide. We had a vigil on Friday night and he said, and now is, okay, where the hidden things are going to be exposed. But whenever God reveals, it's because he wants to give you time to make adjustments. So whatever you are building with, whatever your hidden processes are, Okay, God says, I'm causing a time to happen where the things you are doing in secret are going to be open. So if, if you are not proud of the things you are doing in secret, it's time for you to begin to redo new things. Otherwise, when it's opened up, there will just be shame. 
And God doesn't want that for us. Yeah? You may not like it, but I'm, I'm not answerable to you. I'm answerable to the person that sent me. So I'll say what he said and move on. Okay? You see, before we go to the scriptures, there are some, you know, there are some friends you have. That's why it's not good to look on anybody. You somebody can be a small child, but you don't know who is teaching that person something. So even if that person is small, the teacher of that person may know more than you. So it's good to respect anybody because you don't know who his teacher is. And there's just so like me, I'm, I can't speak Yoruba very well. But at one time in my life, I made some Yoruba friends that like they grew up in, they grew up with Habalists. You know, Habalist Yoruba is, <laughs> is, is different. <laughs> so they taught me some Yoruba words. And all of the words I let, I've spoken to serious Yoruba people like Pastor Kenny. She doesn't know the meaning of this word. So maybe she's looking at me, look at this one, I've been in Lagos, I mean, I can't speak Yoruba. But this person that taught me this word is senior to her in Yoruba language. So I'm a senior in that sense. Even though she was born a Yoruba person, older than me. I mean, I don't even know the meaning of the word Shagbe Loju Yoyo. Can you see? Yoruba people. Shagbe Loju Yoyo. And really, you don't know. Pastor Rita, for where? <laughs> how? How? How can she do it? This why you don't learn. He's not in London. This why you don't. Yeah, you, and see what is Shabeloji you say? What does it mean? Is what? It, ah, like like it's not confusion. It's not. Who, who is the person that can Shabeloji you? Who is? Why do you do for this church? Prof. Beautiful. These are the people that, even though she's a professor of whatever, but you know her roots <laughs> or shoe state. Shagbelucho, <laughs> you know all those shine shine necklace. It's so beautiful, but if it touches water, it has finished. Do you understand? So that's what God is telling us that look, there are things we are building with. The quality of it may look nice and fine on the outside. But the quality of the substance, when it touches the elements, it cannot remain. Okay, so we want to look at the rock. Let's start with Isaiah 28, verse 16. You understand why I started like this? Maybe I'm going to need you to help me today. Beautiful. I said, therefore, thus says the Lord, behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation. A tried stone, continue, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. Whoever believes will not act hastily. Now, it says, I lay in Zion. Go back again for me. I lay in Zion for a, a stone for a foundation. Now, some versions say a rock. Okay? Now, it begins to tell us the character of the stone. Number one, the stone is meant for what? A foundation. What I say? A what? Talk to me. A what? So the, the number one assignment of this stone in your life is that it's the foundation. You build on it. Okay? Number two, it says that it is a tried stone. We'll come to that. Number three, it says it's a precious cornerstone. Number four, it says it is a sure foundation. No. So now it's describing the stone objectively. But then it now ends that verse with what you should do with the stone. See, because who God is is not enough for you. Did you hear what I said? Who God is, just that God is great, is not enough. 
What are you doing about God? That's what makes the difference. The Bible says that the entrance of your word gives light. The word by itself will not help you. It's only when it enters. Do you understand? They asked Peter and John, how did you heal this man? What was your answer? They said, his name, number one, and faith in his name has made this man to stand here before you. So his name objectively, yes, it heals. Yes, it delivers. But without, your, without you submitting your faith to align with that objective name, nothing's going to happen. Yeah? I believe that the name of Jesus has been given not only for Christians, but for the whole world. The Bible says that Christ is the savior of the whole world. Of the whole world? Whole world. But there are people that are still not being saved. Why? Is it because he's no more the savior? Because they didn't bring faith to align with his salvation. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? So, that scripture talks about the objective reality of a stone. But it now ends with what you do with the stone. It says, he that believes in that stone, some version says, shall not be put to shame. Some version, some version says, shall not act hastily. Some, some version says, shall not be disappointed. But it is if you believe in the stone. We're going somewhere this morning. The next scripture I want to read is 1 Corinthians chapter 10 from verse 1 to 4. The rock. The rock. The rock. I want to reintroduce you to him. Media, help me. He said, Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud. All passed through the sea. Next verse. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And ate the same spiritual food. And all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was who? That rock was who? Okay. Now you see, that scripture we read in, in Isaiah, just to let you know who the, what the identity of that stone is. Give me First Peter chapter 2 verse 6. Let's, let's build some let some tracks in the scriptures this morning before we now begin to take off. Okay, First Peter 2 verse 6. It said, Therefore, it's also contained in the scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious. Continue. And he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. So he's talking about this, the stone that we saw in Isaiah. Right? Are you listening to me? Okay. See, when you close today, it's up to you. If you just, if you are, when I say, are you listening to me? I do joie, joie. You will stay here because I will keep repeating the same thing until you can see if you are getting it. If you want to leave early, you better respond very fine. Are you getting it? Yes. Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Now, my last scripture. Luke chapter 7. Chapter 6 from, from verse 47 to 49. The rock, the rock, the rock, the rock, the rock. Say, whoever comes to me, ah, media, yeah, okay. Whoever comes to me and hears my saying and does them, I will show you whom he's like. 48. He's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it for it was founded on the rock. 
48, 49. But he who heard and did nothing. So you see, when I told you that God is great, God is great, he can't help you alone if you do not bring your own corresponding actions. The Bible says in James chapter 2, we say faith that stands alone is dead. You know, that's why, what's his name? David said in the book of Psalms, he says, God, that God is who? Objective God. You are my God. So it is the my God that can help you. Not just the God. Until you make him your God. That's why Paul, you see, sometimes Paul will say something, say, concerning our God, concerning our Savior. But there are some he wants to say he will convert it to my Savior. I don't know the one you are believing. So he say, my God shall supply your need. Have you seen that in the Bible? Sometimes he will say, ah. But sometimes he will say, when it matters, he will say, my, 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 my God. Okay? Ah, media. Follow me now. So he says, he who heard and did nothing. So the hearing is not enough. The knowing is not enough. The speaking of it. Okay? Just saying it. There are so many things we are saying these days. And God is saying, you are saying it, but you are not doing it. A time is coming where what you are doing will be exposed. What you are doing in the secret. See, when you are digging a foundation, not many people are there. I hope you know that. You know that, right? How many of you have gathered your friends together and say, come, come and launch my digging? No. You don't do that. Have you, have you seen anybody do that? If you go for that kind of event, first of all, they the food cannot even be good. But what are they? You give you more and more. Okay? But it's when the house is ready. Then you can say, come. Then you, you know that we are going to, that day, just come hungry because there's going to be a lot to eat. But he said, come and watch my digging. It doesn't happen. These are things that are done in the secret. Okay? Media. I have not finished the verse now. <laughs> it says, against whom, against which, it says, it's like a man who built a foundation on the earth without a foundation. Okay? Now, if you, if you are building on level ground, you can start quickly. You are making some random progress. But the other guy who is still digging down is to look as if he's going backward. And God is saying to us in this period that, look, focus on what I've called you to do. Focus on digging. Digging is taking you under the ground. Digging is not glamorous. It's not attractive. People are not going to come. Have you seen where they're building a house? It, if, if they show you the house eventually, like, if they show you when they're building it, you, know, you may not want to live there. Because it's not appealing. Okay? But he said, the guy who just starts building now without digging, initially he will make some fast progress. Do you understand? But he see, it's just a matter of time. How many of you know this time of, these are the modern ones. How many of you know, the modern one is MMM. In our time, when, we were, when I was working in the bank, we had what you call getaway club and club freedom. How many of you knew that? Ah. I'm not old like that now. Okay, let, let's start with MMM. Many of you know that one today. I know you heard stories of people say, oh, we bring money. 20,000 to give you 70,000 in three weeks. Just put it. MMM. MMM. I hear the testimonies. Even believers. Say, with, they're even backing it up with scriptures. I'm telling you. Okay? So they did that. And you see, for a while, the guy that did MMM looked wiser than the guy that didn't do. But it was what? For a while. Then one day, the stream began to beat vehemently. 
And the Bible says that immediately it fell. If you don't know MMM, you know it, are we? How many of you don't laugh? How many of you played it in this place? <laughs> God has forgiven you. Don't worry, don't tell me. <laughs> Why not believe as I did? In my own day, in my days of ignorance, which I did, our own time was called Club Freedom. I had three friends who were believers. One of them came and said, Bros, it gets we God, they bless us now. I said, Wait a minute, wait. It's not Club Freedom. I said, How did this one? So you, then, this was 2008 or seven. He so said, you put 10K. Then you just sign up three people under you. Then they go bring the 10K. Then as they, as they, they go up, you said, they go up. And I said, okay, but how is this money coming? What are we buying into? He said, no, now just want, you go, they'll give you a website. So it was founded on nothing. And there are many things people are buying today. I don't want to talk about that. It's founded on nothing. For a while. Eh? What did I say? For a while, you will look wise. But the day is coming. I'm supposed to be looking at the scripture here, but somebody's hand is pressing him in that media place that I don't know. Until the stream will beat vehemently. What did I say? Until the stream will beat vehemently. So there are processes that God is calling us. God is saying, look, keep building. Whatever it is, marriage, your home, your job, your finances, your, your spiritual work with Lord, your children, keep building according to principle. We're going to talk about the rock shortly, okay? Keep building according to principle. In the short term, you may look like the fool. But a time is coming when what every man is building with will be revealed. What did I say? A time is what? Coming. When what every man is building with will be revealed. Okay? It will be revealed. So Jesus said, and immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was what was great. It's kind of ruined that nationally televised ruin. That's what we're talking about here. It was great. But what happened? When the guy was building on the earth, it looked like he was the faster guy. He was the quicker guy. So you who got your salary and you were doing some savings, put your, put your money in an instrument of 10% per annum, you look like an idiot. This other guy is in, they are giving me 10% every two weeks. <laughs> I saw a video online last week. Some people in Portacot, they were, they, were, they were doing protests. Now, one man collected over 70 something billion naira from human beings because he promised them that type of returns, building upon the earth. Okay? And many of them. We are weeping. Believers. In fact, some of them were protesting against the church because the guy, the person that started the program goes to a particular church. Do you understand what I'm saying? But, but you see, when they were doing it at first, they looked wiser. You that you were doing, you're putting your money in known things. They said, ah, this guy not getting sense. Go jassy. Okay? But it's just the word, a little while. A little while. Let's go to the rock. We'll come back to how to build on him. Isaiah 28. One of the words that is used to describe God and Christ all throughout scripture is a word that is used for building, a word that is used for erecting things. And that word is sometimes it's called a stone, at other times it's called a rock. Okay, and it's important that we come to terms with Christ as the rock. 
What does it mean for him to be the rock? Media, give me Isaiah 28, 16, and let it remain there permanently until I tell you otherwise. If you need something to play with, look for a key and be shaking it. Okay? So he says, I lay in Zion. Now, Hebrews 12, 22, what does it say? It says what? That we have come to where? Mount Zion. So if you want to succeed in the kingdom of God, this is the way to build anything. This is how to build. We build upon this stone in Zion. We already know that in 1 Corinthians 10, the stone is Christ, right? But it says that I have laid in Zion for a stone, a stone for a foundation. What, what does the foundation do? You see, there are different foundations in life. But you see, for the builders, they will tell you that the strength of your foundation is what's going to determine what you can put on it. Okay? So some of us, again, like I said, a time is coming. What you are building with will be revealed. There are some people that are smart. And they say, why do I need to invest millions? You can say, I want to build a skyscraper of 12 stories. And it tells the architect or the, what do you call those other people again? Quantities of year. Say, how much will this thing cost? I say, at 12 stories, you need to spend at least, I'm just assuming I'm not a builder. Let's say, you need to spend at least 50 million on the foundation. Let's say, ah, my budget is that the whole building is 45 million. I said, I should spend 50 million only foundation. What can we do? And this architect says, sir, <laughs> the foundation is only 50 million. If you want to do, unless you don't want to go 12 stories. He said, I want to go for 12 stories. I want to be collecting rent from everybody in Lagos. 12 stories. Every floor, four, five, five, three bedroom. The guy said, okay, fine. So the guy said, you are not ready. Let me look for another person that can do this thing for me. So the guy now goes to a place in Lagos Island. Sees one guy, Kamuru. Say, Kamuru. Should they build? Say, yes, now. Will they build? I'm the one, <laughs> I'm the one that builds that this thing. And we saw the one that place that collapsed that day again. It's Afaji. Say, I'm the one that built Afaji. This is before the collapse. <laughs> okay. So, say, okay, so, say, you know the budget? Say, I only have 45 billion. Could I build? I build 12 stories. Ah, Baba, for five million, what you yourself? More share with 30 million. Say, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. A man of possibilities. He can do it. I know I know what I'm looking for. So you give him the 30 million. The guy builds a foundation that cannot carry a bungalow. And then he builds your 12 story. For a while, you will gather people in there and collecting rent until a wind will come. And sometimes that wind, you see, every generation has a wind. Every generation has a wind. Is it for your for this generation now? It was MMM wind. In my own time, it was Club Freedom. So when MMM came and I was selling my stuff, then the other I said, "Don't play it. Oh, this thing we have seen this wind before. It's just that it had a different name in our days. It was Club Freedom that led us into bondage. But you, they said, no, sir. This thing, one of my, he could not marry. He used his wedding money to play MMM. I'm telling you what we saw. What I'm telling you. So when I was saying it, I looked like a fool. Okay. But you see, it's about foundation. You see, in Zion, we don't know about any other place, but in Zion, if you want to build, you, you have to build on this stone. You have to build on this stone. So it begins to tell us the characteristics of the stone. So number one is a tried stone. People before you have tested him before and they didn't find him wanting. So he said you can build on him. He has a track record. That's Jesus. It doesn't matter. See, there are things that we are doing in this time. 
there are decisions we are making because we are not aware of the fidelity of the stone that he can be trusted, that we can build upon him. Some of us are looking at time. See, I, I, I'm going older. I'm going older. By now, I should have had this. By now, I... Guy, build on the stone. Build on the stone. There are many things that now, the pressure of time, the pressure of what is happening with other people, even other believers, is beginning to put pressure on you. And then you're now saying, ah, Mr. If I wake up, oh, guy, build on the stone. He said people have tested him. We're going to look at the witness of other people who tested him in scripture. Okay, They tested him and he didn't fail them. People planted their lives on him. God is not inviting you to build on something that he's still in experimentation with. He said he's a tried stone. He has been tested. People that had more issues than you, they planted on him and they didn't fail them. And Abraham planted on him. He, he, all he had was a promise. All Abraham had was leave your father's house and go to a place that I will show you. The Bible says by faith he left not knowing where he was going, but he went. The stone did not fail him. That's the stone we're inviting you to build upon. Jesus himself said on, he said, your father Abraham saw my day. So we are telling you about a stone that we are not saying, you know how somebody can tell you, now this thing they rain now. You know, I say you don't use them before. Say eh, I, I never use them, but people we don't use them. Say, say guy, you 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 where they talk. You don't use them before. Don't use me to example. People we don't use them. So we are telling you about the real. We have used him, and we found him to be faithful. We found him to be tried and tested. It's a tested stone. It's a tried stone. It has been found to be reliable because of him. People left. Things that you would consider to be stable and followed him. And on the outside, they look as if they were fools. But this stone that we're talking about, the Zion stone, did not fail them. They could build on him and they found him to be reliable. Move on for me. A tried stone, a precious cornerstone. It's a stone that, when we say precious, he's dearly loved. He's dear, he's expensive, he's valuable to God. So when God was giving us a stone, he wasn't giving us just any stone. He called him a cornerstone. That is, he's the chief. New Testament calls him the chief cornerstone. In other words, if you're going to build on him, you have to build on only him. You can't build on him and build on another one. He doesn't work like that. He's saying, if you're going to work with me, you have to put all your eggs on me. If you're going to work with me, you cannot have plan B. Did you hear what I said? You cannot have plan B. See, the era of having what you call a church life has to end. So, but when, we, when we have the church life, for, all, for many people, the church life is we worship God, we cry. What else do we do again? Read Bible, give offering, Give a fake hug on your way out. Okay? Yes, now the Some of the hug, not the rich brother. Okay? But when you go out on the job, you are still operating by the wisdom of the serpent. Do you understand? Say, ah, this one not be church. Not be so they did one here. You cannot operate with this rock like that. Well. When you are operating with him, every aspect of your life, 
has to go through his ways. He's the chief cornerstone, the primary rock, which every other thing must be built, must be placed on. You cannot build with him and have another option. That's what they're saying. They say, look, he's, he's precious. He says, if you read that first Peter chapter 2, verse 7, now says, to us that believe he's precious to us, he's our darling. He's the one we love him so much. He's valuable. But you see, he's not only valuable to us, he's valuable to God. So it's, it's a rock of value that God gave to you when he says, build on this rock. Okay? The next thing says he's a sure foundation. You know what? Some, is it something sure? The best way to know that is those people. But people, people that know that they are not here. People that play bet ninja, they didn't come to church. They don't, they don't attend this church. If you do, when you say something, how many of you have ever played betting before? Don't lie, don't lie. I've never played, but I know people have played. When you say sure odd. Ah, where are they? <laughs> you have never heard sure odd before, sure odd. That's guarantee. You must, you must enter. Sure odd. You don't know what sure odd is. But I was about, do you know what sure odd is? I know that you must know. If I, you must know. Sure odd. Guarantee. I mean, I got it, I mean. You go into the one perfect. They're not the cut. Hey, oh. <laughs> They're not the cutter. So he's a sure odd. He said he's a sure foundation. The end is guaranteed. It's sure. It has only one outcome, and the outcome is victory. Do you understand? It's a sure foundation. It's a foundation that will not shake. A foundation that can be relied upon. You can live. You know, by, by virtue of how humanity is, see, it's not that, of course, you have, Bible talks about wicked and unreasonable men. Okay? But you see, there are some people that, it's not as if they are wicked. It's just that hu- human beings, by virtue of how they are, they are given to change. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you can come to me today and say, come by end of the month. I will, that one million you're looking for, I will give you. And I really wanted to give you from the goodness of my large heart. But the problem is that, I said, come on the 31st. On the 29th, my wife now dressed in a beautiful way. And I said, ah, this babe. Come and take. So when I, I gave her your one million, I didn't know. You know I, I know I didn't want to give you, but the, the way she looks that day, it just turned my heart. And I gave it to her. Then you now call me on 31st. I've even forgotten I promised you. Okay. It's, it's not that I'm wicked though. It's just how human, it's just how human beings are. We are given to change. Okay? Bible says that God is not given to change. Okay? And you know the party that brought change to Nigeria. So you know that those people, they are not sure foundation. So many of you put your hope on that party. And they dashed it in a bone. We were warning you that time. In 20, we said, these people, we know them. In the book of Proverbs, it says, do not associate with them who are given to change. It's there. It's there. Read it in your Bible. It's there. But you didn't listen. Now you are saying we should be praying. We will pray, of course, because you see, the funny thing is that when it comes to the group, the way God has designed it, when we are together in a group, if one person puts the group in jeopardy, now all of us go suffer. So those of us that didn't vote for the change people in 2014, and we told you, they said, look, these people, you cannot easily remove them all. They said, no, if they don't do well, in 2019, we'll vote them. I said, they're not they vote this one out. Now, boy, where they look for truth. <laughs> they didn't listen. <laughs> they said, no, we are too old school. 
That we, we, we want change, change. Okay, change. But at the end of the day, the people that change is those that voted that don't change, you know. From three square meters, they are managing to eat one. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, human beings are given to change. But you see, the, this, the rock we're talking about, this rock, if, you, if he gave you a word in 2014, you can go and come back. 2033, he has not changed. He's dependable. You can build on him. You can. You can build on him. Many of us are under pressure. And like I said, because of the pressure of life, it's going to, it can make you lose sight of this personality we are dealing with. The rock. The rock. It says he's a sure foundation. Let me look at the time. The rock. A sure foundation. We'll come back to what to do with him. We'll come back. We'll come back to that, okay? Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Remind me that we'll come back to what to do with him. Now, Paul begins to talk about this rock. And you see, because the rock predates the Christian era. From even the Old Testament era, he was there. And guess what? This rock, even before you became a Christian, he has been active in your life. Helping you, guiding you, shaping you. Okay? He has been helping you. Okay? So he says, because of time, let me just go to that verse 4. He says, and they all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And Paul says, that rock was Christ. When you read the Old Testament, there are two things that reflect the ability of God to perform miracles for the Jew. And you see it across almost all the books of the Old Testament. When the Jew is giving praise to God and talking about the power of God, he will talk about two things. Number one, the fact that God parted the Red Sea. Or maybe three things. Okay, Number one, that with his strong hand, he took them out of Egypt. Number two, that he parted the Red Sea and they walked on dry land. Number three, is that he gave them water from the rock. If you read that, you see it all through scripture. So Paul began, began to tell us that this rock, you see, for the, for the Israelites, when they came out of Egypt, okay, we thought that the rock was a stationary rock. But Paul said this rock was a mobile rock. It was following them. Anywhere God was leading them to, the rock was given to sustain them. And he said that that rock was Christ. So the, the, because the Bible calls them in Acts, said the church in the wilderness. Okay? So he says that this rock, it has water that can sustain your life. So when you need something, God told Moses and Aaron, even though they disobeyed, and he shows you how seriously God took that disobedience. Because of that, Moses didn't enter the promised land. God said the first time, strike the rock, which talks about the crucifixion of Christ. But he said the second time, speak to the rock. Speak to the rock. And he said, in this rock, every dimension of life that we need or require is in him. The Bible says in First Peter that all things that we need for what? Life and what? Godliness. Is found in this rock. And it says that rock is Christ. 
There are some pressures. I want to keep repeating. There are some pressures that God's people are going through today. And then you are beginning to see new options. The MMMs of the Spirit coming up to you and calling you. Say, come. We have a way. There's a way. It's a mystery. These are mysteries. Come on, come, let's show you. This one is for special people. You know, there are some mysteries that in the short term, we look as if it's working. You say, no, ah, those, those process of patience, those process of waiting on God, those process of taking time to dig, is too hard. That's for babies in Christ too. There's, there are some of us, we belong to a special group. We just do one or two special things like this. The water will begin to come out. We begin to come out. They, they, but God says, speak to the rock. He said, no, this one, we used to beat the rock. But the, the key thing is that it's producing water. You see, what many of us have used results to prove whether God is in a thing or not. It's a lie. There are many things that are working that God is not in it. What I say, there are many things that are working. God is not in it. When Moses disobeyed and struck the rock, I hope you know that water came out. But God dealt with Moses later. Right? There are some things that you are doing today that is not aligned to the ways of the rock. But God will just, sorry for you, and allow you to walk. But you now believe that, that because it's working, it means that God is validating that process. It's a big lie. It's not. It's a matter of time. He will show you that that process is wrong. Okay? So, God, he said he, 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 he was the rock that followed them. That followed them. You know, we just finished reading the book, Hosting the Presence. Are you conscious that there's a rock that is following you? Are, are you conscious of that? Are you conscious of that? That whatever you need, as, because of course, the rock was not following them. Let's say they were now going in a path that God didn't lead them to. No, he won't follow you there. Okay, as you know, there was a cloud that was leading them. As long as they were going in the direction of the cloud, the rock was accompanying them. Are you aware that there's a rock accompanying you? And it's not just a rock, it's the rock. And Paul said, That rock was Christ. Are you growing in your consciousness that you are not alone? That there's a rock with you, a rock that is a sure foundation, a rock that has been tested. A rock that is precious is the chief cornerstone and he's with you. In fact, he is now in you by his Holy Spirit. Are you aware that that rock is, is going with you? There's no place you can go to that that rock is not there. It's because of the, 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 the acknowledgement and the reality of that rock. Peter and John, the Bible says that we are going to pray. It's not as if they started praying yet. Okay, so the anointing has not fallen yet. Okay, it's not as if they were already in the spirit, like maybe fire was no, they were they were just going, and then they saw a man crippled. And they said to him, Silver and gold we don't have, but there's something that we have. And is that something we're going to give from to you? Why, why, why what makes a man say, What I have is because of what consciousness that there's a rock. See. What I'm learning these days is that I don't, want you, I don't want you to take it the wrong way. When I say I don't matter, it doesn't mean that you should not be prepared. It doesn't mean that you should not play your part. But you see, it's a little like I take my young son and, and I say, let's push this car. 
Okay? Now, maybe the manufacturer can say, two people must push. If you don't, two people don't push, but they say, any two people. So he just puts his hand there. And there was my strength that is really doing the work. But the problem is that there's a quorum. If there are not two people, it won't start. So when we push, even though he, all he did is put his hand there, he, in fact, as a child, he's going to just be laughing to even distract me from doing the real work. Okay? But I'm going to know that whether he ate that morning or didn't eat that morning, it's not going to, he is not going to be material in getting that cattle shift. Yeah? But it doesn't mean he shouldn't eat. Oh. It just means that the real strength comes from the rock. Jesus himself said, the works I do, it's the Father in me that is doing it. Do you understand? So, in this day, you, I, I, I want to have this thought in your head. The rock is with you. The rock. We've already seen who the rock is. He's reliable. Sure foundation. Guaranteed. Tested. We're not giving you an experimental rock. People have tried him before you. And they found him to be faithful. People built their academic success on him. People built their marriages on him. People built their, 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 their businesses on him. There's nothing you can build on this rock that will not be sustained. But you need to make a choice to build on the rock. So I want to give you in a few minutes some witnesses, some people in scripture. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to also put one or two persons on the spot here to come and share their encounter with the rock. But don't worry, I'll guide you on what to see from some of your testimonies you've shared before. Pascal, you know you're one of them. <laughs> I didn't tell her about our, our Rupa. And Maya, Maya shared with us a powerful testimony on the prayer call yesterday. And I want her to share that. Sorry I didn't tell you before then, but I also, you know, sometimes the modern day believer, they want to see the people. They say, Abraham, don't die. I want to see the person with this also. I want to show you fresh, flesh and blood like you who planted their lives on the rock and the rock never failed. Let's start with the witness of Moses. Or let's start with Jacob. I'm going to be very fast. Genesis 49, 22 to 24. Give it to me in the New Living Translation. Very quickly, media, help me. Genesis 20, 49, 22 to 20. Thank you. This is Jacob speaking. Jacob was blessing his children. This is, this is the rock. These are people giving witness to the rock. So Joseph is the fall of a white donkey, the fall of a, of a white donkey at a spring, one of the wild donkeys on the ridge. In verse 23, it says, Archers attacked him. They shot at him and harassed him. Verse 24. It said, But his bow remained out and his arms. This is where Bob Marley got a song. In, um, yes, it's true. Read the King James. That's how I put it there. My arms were strengthened by the hands of the Almighty. He's here. He said, and his arms were strengthened by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob. By the shepherd. The what? The rock of Israel. He was, he was talking about the experience of his son Joseph. And he said, even though they came against you with all they had. He said, yet your bow remained in place. And in fact, even though the enemies unleashed against you, instead of the attack of the enemy to weaken you, you rather became stronger. He said, why? He said, because your arms were strengthened by the arms of the mighty one of Jacob. And this is where generational knowledge of the rock is important. Because Jacob was saying, Joseph, my son, the thing that strengthened you was my rock. Okay, he said, you, your arms, Joseph, were strengthened by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob, the shepherd, 
the rock of Israel. When he says the shepherd, the shepherd does what? Leads you, right? Accompanies you. And so you see that same thought again, that the rock is always with you. It says the shepherd, the rock of Israel. Give me the next verse, verse 25. Let's just add that to it. Say, may the God of your father help you. That's the rock helping you. May he bless you with the blessings of the heavens above and the blessings of the watery depths below, the blessings of the breast and of the womb. He's talking about the rock is everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. There's no dimension of your life that the rock cannot be trusted. Even in your fertility, the rock is there. It doesn't matter what the doctors have written. It doesn't matter the reports that the doctor has given to you. The rock, the rock is able. The rock, if you can trust him, if you can trust him. Let's go to Moses, Exodus 33, 20 to 23. Now you see with Moses, Exodus 33, very quickly, we know the story. Moses cries to God and said, Lord, show me your glory. And God said, ah, Moses, no man can see my face but leave. Give, it, give this to me in the New King James, please, preferably. Thank you. He said, you cannot see my face, for no man shall see me and leave. 21. And the Lord said, here is a place by me. The Bible talks about heavenly places, right? That Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. And that we are in him. True or false? So this is, you see, because all these things we're enjoying now, it didn't start from here. It started way before. We, so he says, here is a place. This is God's place. He says, here is a place by me. Now this place by me is a rock. He said, you shall stand on that rock. Go on. And it shall be that while my glory passes by, I will put you inside the rock. Okay? And then cover you with my hand as I pass by. Next verse. And then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back. So God said, look, if you want to see me, you, want to you, you cannot do it by yourself. You have to come in the rock. You have to what? Come in the rock. And we know that that rock is who? It's Christ. So that Bible says that in him, in the rock, I hid all the treasures of the knowledge and wisdom of God. Okay, so God said to Moses, you want to see me, you can't see me like that. Oh. I have to introduce to you a technology called the rock. So if you want to engage with me, that's how we have a right to enter the realms of the spirit. There are many ways to enter the spirit. But every other way outside the rock is illegal. And as my, one of my friends said, anything your eyes see from the taken like that. Okay, this is the only way that you can enter and be safe and secure. He said, look, there's a place beside me. There's a place beside me. And I'm going to put you in, I'm, I'm creating space inside the rock. So that now when we are engaging God, we are not engaging God by, that's why I said that it may look reckless, but these days I, I, I've, I've learned to remove myself from the equation. I'm more focused on the fact that I'm inside the rock. My engagement of God, my possibility is to see God, to see what he's doing, because guess what? The way God works, we can only always, of course, there's a dimension in which we see the face of God in Christ, right? But when it comes to revelation, we always see the back of God. It's what he has done. As he passes by, we catch it. Did you understand what I'm saying? Yeah? You understand what I'm saying? Right? I'm not saying that you cannot, because the Bible says it's very clear that now in the New Testament, we can behold his face from the past, not his physical face now, right? But in terms of the fullness of God, we can behold it in Christ. Yeah? But I'm saying that when it comes to the communication of the doings of God in a time, in a season, in a territory, we can only see what he has done. And that should give you confidence. 
that whenever God speaks to you, he's not telling you what he wants to do. Where he's speaking from, he has done it already. Do you understand? So that, you need to understand that dimension of God. He said, I will show you my back. So, I've passed by. I've done the thing already. All you are catching is, is, is the breaking news of it. Okay? God is, when God speaks to you, he's not telling you what he's doing. He's just giving you the breaking news. It has been accomplished for you where he spoke it from. So if you, that's why, we'll come to that. I don't want to go ahead of myself. But that trust in him. That's why we spend time talking about his character. He's trusted. He's faithful. He's reliable. He can be built on. He's a rock that cannot shift. He's constant and consistent. Okay? So, he said, I will put you inside the rock. So for Moses, the rock became access into God. And for us, the rock is access into God. It's access. There are dimensions of God who want to enter. Your confidence must be that you are in Christ. And it's true that you are in him. It's, it's a literal truth. You're actually in Christ. You are hidden in the rock. You are hidden in the cleft of the rock. I don't have the time to go to Second Solomon. When you say, oh my dove, that is hidden in the cleft of the rock, to show you the link that across all generations, one of the names of God is the rock. Give me Deuteronomy 32. Three to four. Deuteronomy 32, three to four. It says, for I proclaim the name of the Lord. Now, he's going to show you what name he's proclaiming. I proclaim the name of the Lord. Ascribe greatness to our God, verse four. Now, what's the name? He is the what? He's the rock. This is Moses prophesying. I want to declare the name of God. And the name of God is what? The rock. His work is perfect. All his ways are justice. He is a God of truth and without injustice. Righteous and upright is he. Is that the end of it? Righteous and upright is he. Okay, go back to verse 4. There's a version I have that says that he is reliable. That's the New English translation. He is reliable. He's a rock that can be counted upon. You can build on him. Anna had an encounter with the rock. Give me first Samuel chapter 2, 1 to 2. I'm just giving you witnesses, people that... So we are not just telling you to try something that we have not tested. These are testimonies. It says, Anna prayed and said, this after God answered her cry for a child. After she had been mocked. After she had been, as we say in Nigeria, they don't prepare. Okay? And she had options to do many things. And I'm saying to you that in this time, even believers are going to be whispering options to you. They will whisper options to you and they will try it like this, try it like that. Stay on the rock. Stay on the what? Stay on the rock. He says, my heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation, verse 2. That's where we get this song, verse 2. No one is holy like the Lord for there is none beside you. Nor is there any rock like our God. A woman that had been mocked for years. Penina showed her pepe. Until Anna began to speak in tongues before the Holy Spirit was given. <laughs> oh God. Ah, is it these days people are talking of domestic violence, which is very, very horrible. Okay? But people are not talking of verbalistic violence. 
Because that one, we know they see our body. But inside the soul, is that you want to jump off 10 million bridge. Do you understand? So think about how penina. You know, when a woman doesn't like you, and she wants to show you pepe in that same house, ha, is that you don't use the word Nollywood? The pain, she can start to sing song for you in the house. See amo, see amo. Married seven years, no picking, no. See, and you're hearing that every day. Your self-esteem is taking a battering. You, are, you begin to doubt who you are. You begin to feel like you are less than a woman or less than a man. That's what Penina did to, to Anna. Every day. Until she went to drag. What's her husband's name again? Elkanah. My trouser. You must give me a child. And the guy said, oh, ah, ah. <laughs> Is it she? Some of us, eh? You are, fo- you are still focusing on man. To my uncle, you refuse to help me. That's why I'm like this. Okay, forget your uncle and focus on the rock. He, Jacob, his wife, went to meet him and said, Give me a husband to that. And Jacob said, Am I God? <laughs> so Jacob said, Look, the thing I'm meant to do every night, I'm doing it. It's not producing baby. What do you want me to do? And I already have proof that another person is collecting the same thing and producing. So what's your problem, man? Yeah. Jonas, at that point, Stop looking at man. There's a system. It's called what? The rock. The rock. See, there's none. There's no rock like our God. We have searched. It's not as if we have not searched. We have searched. We have tested. That's why I tell you, don't waste your time. We have, we have already tested for you. Just believe us. And cut short your cycle of experimentation. And just come and fix your life on this rock. You can plant on him. Okay? Let's take another witness before I bring Pastor Kenny and Maya to come and tell us about their encounter with the rock. Let's look at David. Psalm 18, verse 2. Now, verse, if, you, if you read out Psalm 18 from verse 1, it, this is how Psalm 18 starts. Let me show you. This is the, Psalm 18 was actually a testimony. So you need to listen to a man who has gone through something. He's telling you, this is how I got it. Hmm? You know how you tell some people that are rich these days and say, how did you become so successful in business? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It just happened. No, this one, David was telling us how he got it. Because this is how Psalm 18 starts. He said, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spoke unto the Lord the words of this song in the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies, and from the hand of Saul. So this is David really telling you, this is the news behind the news. You thought it's because I'm a great warrior, but this is why I could do the things I did. So in verse 2, okay, let's start with verse 1. It says, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. Okay, verse 2. It said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation. Let's, let's move to verse, verse 31. Okay? It says, for who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock? You see, they keep talking about a rock. That rock is like, it's like somewhere that I can plant my life on. I can plant my destiny upon him. So who is a rock that is not shifting, that is settled, that is stable? Except our God. These are men that I've gone through. They, they are telling you, believe them. Verse 46. 
Verse 46. He said, the Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation. Do you know this song? The Lord liveth. Blessed be the let the God of my salvation be exalted. Help me now. Oh, tell the Lord lineage. Blessed be the rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. Let's sing it one more time. The Lord reigneth, the Lord reigneth. Blessed be the rock. Let the call of my salvation be exalted. Oh, dead. The Lord reigneth, the Lord reigneth. Blessed be the rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. Just keep playing that something. You see, in Luke chapter 6 or so, Jesus began to tell us how to build. And Jesus said, the person that hears what I am saying and does it, it's like a man that is building his life or building his house upon a rock. Give me verse 47, Luke chapter 6. Let's look at the process as we close. It says, whoever comes to me. Have you come to him? Have you come to him? Have you come to him? You don't want to go home. Have you come to him? <laughs> Whoever comes, so this is for those, if you've come, you cannot have it any other way. This is the prescription for those that have come. If you've come to him, number one, you must be able to hear what he's saying. That means he's speaking to you. Can you hear what he's saying? One of the things the Lord said to me concerning Nigeria very recently, he said to me, he said, see to it that you are not easily shaken. What did I say? See to it that you are not what? Easily shaken. When God says, see to it, that means the responsibility is for who? It's for you. But when he says that you are not easily shaken, it means that the things that can make you shake is coming. Okay? But see to it that you are not easily shaken. See, it's your responsibility. See to it. Begin to build your fortification internally so that when things come, you, cannot, you don't shake. So, take responsibilities. There are some things that are built one of the things that God built by himself, or that's, that God said he would do, see, some things are built, some things are created. God created the whole world. How do you know that? But the church was not created. Jesus said, I will build. That means that it's a process. I will build my church. I will what? Build my church. So there are things that we are running up and down for. You're looking for a miracle to fix it for you. Instead of you to sit down and what? Build. 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 Not glamorous, but what? Build. It may not look exciting, but build. Keep doing the things. He says, I will show you the person that hears my sayings and does them. What he looks like. Give me the next verse. He says, he's like a man that is building a house. 
And he did what? He dug deep. Let's, let's start with that first. We're talking about how to engage the rock now. He dug deep. He dug deep. He dug deep. Now, don't forget that your material for digging deep is what he has said to you. You see, my, my biggest problem with this, our generation, especially this so-called prophetic generation, is that God keeps speaking to us. Leave that verse there for me. God keeps speaking to us and we hear it like a shot in the arm. You hear, hey, I'm greatly loved. You don't do anything about that. I'm greatly loved. You say, ah, where is the next conference? Apostle told me, when is he coming again? He's coming in Joss. You fly to Joss. Hey, man of God, give me a word. Give me a word for this season. What is this? What is, what is the master saying for this season? You are greatly honored. Ah, greatly honored. Now you've forgotten you are greatly loved. Though. You have left that one. Then, in two weeks again, ah, Apostle, which, which other apostle again? Olumide David is in town. Man of God, give me a word. Give me a word. You are greatly distinguished. Ah, now you have left loved and honored. Okay, distinguished. After like two days, that one is gone again. You don't run again. Ah, Apostle, the great one himself. Casting Papa Tony Williams is in town. Man of God, give me a word. Give me a word. Um, I'm looking for a nice word that Pastor Normandy says. It's an advancement through accurate sight. Say, yes, I received that. Ah, accurate sight, accurate sight. By Tuesday, I've left out. Hey, who is, who is Pastor Cassius' father in the Lord? Now, let me go and meet him. So, you are dancing like that. No digging. No engagement. Okay? And God said, told me to tell you. And to tell me too. Because that's what he told me. Two nights back to back. He said, the hidden things you are using to build, a time is coming. It's going to be revealed. It's not going to be based on the things you are saying. You know, one of the easiest things to do is to talk. How do you know that? That's why in the book of Acts, it was said concerning Jesus. Say, Jesus began, he said the things that he both began to what? To do first. And then to teach. Because many of us will prefer to teach. Because to teach is not hard. They just, they just need to read and be anointed small. You can begin to teach. But God is saying, a time is coming. Those things you are teaching and saying that you are not doing. I will expose it. Is it, is it. There's a general time of exposure coming on the earth. And the things you are building with internally, we will see it. We will see it. Whether it's sand or whether you are building on the rock. So, the wisdom here is this. Begin to take an audit of your life now. Begin to look at the things you are building with sand. I'm going to say, Father, I repent. I'm going to put in the work to build on the rock. To build on the rock is going to require daily interactions with the saints of Jesus. The things he told you. There are things he told you you have not dug it. You have not encountered it. You have not mixed it. You have not, you have not embraced it to the point where it can begin to produce for you a real change. He said that those that give me the scripture. He said those that built on the rock. He said they dug deep and laid the foundation. Your marriage, my marriage, what are we laying it on? If it's sand, it's just a small time. It's going to show very soon. Your job, your finances, your children. Are you building on sand or on the rock? The Lord says, something is coming. He says, when the flood, see this flood, eh? 
It didn't happen to only those that built on the sand. It happened to the rock people as well. The only difference is that because of what this guy built on, the flood could not sink him. He said, when the flood arose, as is arising now, and the stream beats vehemently, see, the rock will not preach. That's like in the baby version of Christianity, when, the, when we begin to see the flood, say, ah, why am I not a Christian? When I was in the world, the flood was beating me. Now I'm here. He's, the flood, this flood is beating everybody. But what you build on will determine if, you see, Joseph, Jacob said concerning Joseph, he said that the archers shot him, but his arms were made strong. For the believer, when the flood comes, the flood will make you stronger. The person that is building on the road, it will make you stronger. He says, when the flood arose and the stream beat vehemently against that house, it could not even shake it. Why? It was founded on the rock. There are some shakings you are having now. You are running. We are not going to say you. We are running from pillar to post. It's because of how we are built. But God is giving us an invitation again to rebuild. Rebuild again. Your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations. The, your, 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 you know, many of us are speaking great things. I believe that God is a healer. I believe that God... Wait. One small thing is coming. How do you know that the fact that you are a Christian doesn't mean you can't fall sick? It will happen. These are realities. Okay? But when it happens, what will you do? That's the question. That's the question. Because of time, let me call Pastor Kenny. Come and share with us in just in two minutes. The testimony you share with us at the vigil on Friday. Tell us about your encounter with the rock. Very quickly. So sometime um, early last year, I had gone through a series of um, ailments, but there was a particular one after all sorts. Anyway, and I went to do a test. So I had this swelling on my neck and it was getting bigger. And so I had to go, uh, my sister was actually quite worried. She was going to do a test, test. So I went to do a test, so like a specialist. And she told me that... Um, Okay, it could just be something that was um, maybe due to age. As for my age, was not. And I said, she said, um, but they're going to do this test. Now, she gave me the conditions that if they found some things called noodles, that but it depends on the quantity and the size. And if it was a particular quantity and size, it was okay, nothing to worry about. And everything is just going to be. Um, if I wanted to do surgery, it wasn't just an option. But. If it had a dimension larger than what she had said and more than the quantity, then there's a cancer threat. So they did the test and I had much more and the sizes were quite big. And so she said, well, it's most likely in the nicest of ways, well, just like cancer or something, but I should go and do another test. So I left that place and I told my husband that, asked him if he wasn't afraid, he said no. So I said I was going to just stay on the word and I'm going to get my victory. It wasn't like it sounded fun. It was very tough. And it was about a space of about, I don't know, maybe a month. But I sat down daily and I held God's word. Romans 8, 11, Isaiah 53, in the first Peter 2, 24. And I just began to behold the word. I beheld it to a place where I could almost see Jesus physically dying on the cross. And I would get up, and some nights I won't be able to breathe or swallow, but I won't tell my husband. I'd wear high neck stuff, but I would sometimes open it up and it's bigger. 
but I continually behold and I beheld and beheld and beheld until one day I looked in the mirror and the growth was gone and everything disappeared. Thank you. Amen. Say she was not afraid. Maya, let's have you. She was not afraid. It's not in that day of the swelling that she said, hey, let me look for the rock. No. <laughs> you have to be digging before you. You gave us a testimony yesterday of, of protection. So good afternoon, everyone. So um, 2012, my husband and I and the children were coming back from church service on a Thursday. We lived in Nikeja then. So we normally would drop off a brother at a UPS bus of Bagada. Then, um, that night, I remember that day when I woke up, I woke up with a song of the Lord, and it was a song by Jesus Culture. There's power in the name of Jesus to break every chain and all that. So I kept singing that song all day. The song would not just leave my mouth. I sang it all day. But unknown to me, I, I was worrying. I didn't know that I was praying. I was doing a warfare, and that song was what, was, what it was all about. Then when we dropped off Brother Lea at a UPS bus stop, immediately we apprehended. A car just blocked us at UPS bus stop. And before we would do anything, my husband tried to like come down and then he said, Maya, robbers. And I just looked at the guys, they all came, came down with AK-47. Each one of them, there were like five or six of them. They had that. And then I, the Holy Spirit just said to me, today you will know the power in the name of Jesus. And I said, okay. Then I remember Proverbs, I think 1810, where the Bible says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they say, so I just said, Lord, I run into your name. I'm safe in your name. I, I hide my son, my uh, our children in your name. I hide my husband in your name. I hide brother Leia in your name. And before we knew it, there was a gun on my husband's head, one to my stomach. They collected a lot of like, uh, wedding rings and all of that. But at that scene, somebody who had nothing to do with you, who he was just driving into the scene, was killed. We drove away. And while, while they were trying to take our car away, our children were behind. My husband just summoned courage and asked, please, can I have my children? They looked at him and like, have your children. He took them out and then um, they, they tried to accelerate and then the car would go backwards. Once he tried to move the car, the car would go backwards. But the moment they left the scene, after they shot the guy, we entered our car and we went off one way. There was no issues with the car. Praise God. So what I was trying to say is that this word of God, we have to engage the word. We have to put it, we have to behold the word and, and, just, and just stay there. Meditate on it until it becomes tangible in our lives. Amen. Thank you. Just be on your feet this morning or this afternoon. Talk to the rock this morning or this afternoon. God told Moses, speak to the rock. Speak to the rock. Talk to the rock this morning. Begin to say, Lord, I repent from any way I'm building on sand. I'm building on things that are not you. I want to build on you. God is saying, if you build on me, when the storm comes, it will show. It will show. Some of you, your, your expectations in marriage, your expectation in, 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 in on the job, your expectation in family, you are getting to a point now where you are beginning to lose heart. And you are saying, can, can the rock still come through? But you've heard testimonies in the Bible. You've heard testimonies of 
your sisters here in High Life Church, the rock is a sure foundation. Talk to him this morning or this afternoon and say, Lord, I want to build on you again. I want to build on you again. I embrace the reality that you are real. You are real. You are real. Now begin to ask him for help to help you to make daily decisions to dig, to dig, to dig the things he has spoken to you it's not enough for you to hear it are you engaging those words are you, are you eating it are you meditating on it are you receiving it within until it becomes a rock that you can plant your life on lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice lift your voice the Lord said to Moses, said, if you need water from this rock just speak, just speak, just speak, just speak, just speak. Say that he that believes shall not be put to shame. So can you believe in the rock tonight or this afternoon? Can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe? If there's anything the enemy is doing these days to attack the faith of God's people. But can you say, Lord, I still believe I am planting my entire destiny on the rock. My children's destiny I'm planting on the rock. The destiny, the things he told me I'm planting on the rock. Because he says it's a precious cornerstone. It's a sure foundation. Lift your voice and begin to engage the rock this afternoon. Take your eyes away from people. Take your eyes away from what is happening and fix it on the rock. The rock that never fails let me hide in you let me hide in you in you there is power the rock that never fails let me hide in you let me Lift your hands and sing it to him. The rock that never fails. Let me hide in you. Let me hide in you. In you there is power. The rock, the rock that never fails. Let me
morning you know in the middle of the night the Lord woke me up and began to show me someone that had a negative report from the doctors I want to judge that case this afternoon if you are here and, you're, and there's any sickness on your body just put your hand lift one hand up and put the other hand on your stomach I'm going to judge that sickness this morning anywhere that sickness is it has to have an encounter with the rock with the rock with the rock with the rock Lift your hands. If you are sick in your body, put one hand up way above your head. I want to see the hand up. And then put one hand on your stomach. We're going to sing that song two more times. And you're going, you are, you're going to use your own mouth and command that ailment to go. Holy is the Lord. Neither is. Two more times. Neither is the Jesus the rock we bring you honor this afternoon we worship you the healer the sure foundation the precious cornerstone the rock of Israel the rock that we drink from we are here again to drink of your healing flow we are here to drink of your holy healing flow Jesus and Lord we release those healing waters all over your people this afternoon as many as have sickness in their bodies now. We command an encounter with the rock. We command those sickness to dissipate and to leave their bodies now forevermore in the name of Jesus. We command sicknesses to dry up whatever kind of sickness it is, especially that person that has a specific report from the doctor. And you, are, you have allowed fear to enter your heart. We judge the spirit of fear this afternoon. And we declare in the name of Jesus, you are made every with whole in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for recovery. We cause sickness from its roots this afternoon. We cause sickness from its roots this afternoon. And we declare healing. Even for somebody online that is watching and is also sick, we command you to be healed. Receive that healing touch now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God. I want you to spend the next 30 seconds to speak to the rock now. I don't know whatever it is that you need. We're going to ask him. Now we don't strike the rock again. We speak to him. Talk to him, 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 talk to him. He's dependable, he's reliable. Some of you, you need instructions in this season. Because he says that it is those that hear my voice and does it that builds on the rock. You need instructions. Ask him to give you instructions. There's an area of your life you need to build and you need, you need instructions to build. Ask him for instruction this morning or this afternoon. And say, Lord, show me what to do in this area. And of course, as he shows you and you make a commitment to do, you will see the, you will see his dimension as the rock. 
Lord, open the eyes of your people. As many as need clarity in any area. Instructions for building. Building our marriages. Building our homes. Building our businesses. Building our jobs. Building our nation, oh God. We ask for instruction in the name of Jesus. We ask for instruction in the name of Jesus. I want everybody to pray passionately for one minute for Nigeria. And say, Lord, show yourself as the rock in this nation. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Show yourself as the rock. Show yourself as the rock in Nigeria. Disappoint every false order. Disappoint every false order. And show yourself as the rock in Nigeria. David said, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. Say, Lord, show yourself as the rock in this nation. Show yourself as the rock in this nation. Show yourself as the rock in this nation. Lift your voice to him. Declare, the Lord, show yourself as the rock. Show yourself as the rock. Disappoint the counsels of the wicked, oh God. Show yourself as the rock. 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 Deliver this land for the enemies that are too strong for her. Show yourself as the rock. We have put our faith in you. It says, they that believe in the rock, they cannot be put to shame. They cannot be disappointed. Say, Lord, we have come to you this afternoon. We say, Lord, the nation is surrounded, but we have the rock in our, in, on our side. Our, our God is the rock. He's greater than any other rock. So lift your voice and say, Lord, show yourself as the rock. Show yourself as the rock. Disappoint the counsels. Disappoint the predictions of darkness. Disappoint the predictions. Disappoint the focus. And show yourself as God in Nigeria. Show yourself as, as the rock of Nigeria. The Lord reigns. Blessed be the rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. The The Lord reigneth, the Lord reigneth over Nigeria. Blessed be the rock, let the God of my salvation be Things you've spoken to us to begin to engage it every day 
to begin to engage it every night to begin to meditate upon the things you spoke to us every day and every night until our hearts are founded upon the rock until we build our lives upon the rock oh god lord we repent of ways that we have listened to opinions of the flesh we have listened to or listened to opinions of men and we have taken our eyes off the sure foundation we have taken our eyes off the rock of israel we have taken our eyes off the stone of israel we have taken our eyes off the precious cornerstone allah we ask in the name of jesus for grace from today oh god we will meditate on the things you have spoken to us. We will keep our heart fixed on you. We will keep our heart fixed on you. The things you have said will become our daily food. We will eat it. We will drink it. We will engage with it until we become like what you said. Until we become like the word that was spoken to us. And for we know that you are the rock. The rock of Israel. The sure foundation. The one that never changes. The one that never shifts. The one that is dependable. The one that is we can plant our lives on you, O oh God. We can put our lives on you, O oh God. We can hang our hopes on you, O oh God. And we know that we shall never be disappointed. Blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things that were told her by the Lord. See, and he that believes shall not be disappointed, shall not be put to shame shall not make haste. Even if others seem to be running fast, running ahead, he shall not make haste. He shall walk with the Lord and the Lord will take you to the settled place. Father, we thank you. You remain the rock. You remain the rock. We plant our homes on you. We plant our hopes on you. We plant our children on you. We plant our destinies on you. We plant our nation on you. On your instruction, on the thing that you have said. We will keep our eyes fixed on what you said. We will do what you said because you are the rock dependable unfailing unchanging oh always reliable and may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the fellowship of the holy spirit remain with us now and forevermore amen god bless you amen